Boom! What's up, people? Happy 4th of July. Although you're probably watching this on the 6th or 7th or whatever of July. Because I can't end that fast. So today we have a very important question that is super important for sex in general. For men, for women. Is there a danger in lust? In lusting over somebody and thinking all these crazy sexual thoughts. How is it that when we see a woman and we look at her only as a sex object, we build up this fantasy in our mind, how it makes us waste time, how it screws us up, how it influences influences us in these demonic ways, or does it really? In fact, it doesn't. It's a healthy thing, it's a beautiful thing. You just need to learn how to have it. So that's what we're talking about today. And it's a pretty fucking crazy podcast, so be sure and listen up on this one. Let's get started! coming from the heat and we're all sweaty and nasty, change shirts, all that sort of good stuff, but then it rains. Actually, rewind that. First, what we did was have a water balloon fight. Awesome, pretty cool. And even before all that, we had some breakfast tacos, even better. Guys, let me tell you something. If you have a family, it's freaking awesome. Then we were like, it's 4th of July, let's cook some food, let's eat outside, and so that's what this is going on right now. I don't know if you can see the smoke, but it's taken me forever to start this fire because a lot of the charcoal got wet. So let's get back to this question. Is it all right to lust? Is this a defect? Is this something that is pure evil? And let's get right to it. So is it appropriate to look at women as sex objects? Yes. Is it appropriate to look at a woman and fantasize about having sex with her, touching her? Yes. Is it appropriate for a man or a woman to look at somebody and only think of them sexually? And yes. But is it appropriate to go up to a woman and do all the things that you think in your mind? No. 
And see, this is where we run into a whole bunch of trouble. We say that all this violence or the patriarchy or all these different things is caused by men who are allowed to think sexually. And so then the opposite of that is we take away sex from men. Being a sexual man, thinking those things is wrong. Being a sexual woman and thinking the things that you might think are wrong. But see, what happens when we do that is we repress. Let's rewind again. So sex is in our bodies. It's our nature. It's something that is within us that we can't change. It can change over time, but it's dependent upon our expression and experience. And so when we start thinking that as a culture or society, we can change how our minds and our bodies work, which is of nature, which is of biology, we then put a force of nature in a box and that doesn't work. And so now we have this huge culture that's extremely complex with all this stuff going on and there's all these people affecting one another and yet we're all connected yet none of us are talking to each other. We pass by a hundred people, a thousand people on a daily basis and have no interaction with them. Even if we pass by just 10 people or five people with no interaction with them, we are repressing a part of ourselves, and a culture allows that. Now, here's the thing. Culture is man-made, yet at the same time, the need for culture is also in our bodies and in our minds. It's something that we were born to have and born to be. So whenever you get a group of people together, they're going to create culture. Now there's a bunch of different examples of this, but when a culture is small enough, these born to be qualities like how we eat, how we think, how we socialize, and how we have sex and build relationships all get sorted out. Now, of course, there's still problems, but there's not the problems that we have. You should never do this barefoot. This is bad. I take risks. So us human beings have this urge to have sex, socialize, eat, sleep, build friendships, build relationships, share stories, all these sorts of born to be qualities. And another one of those things is create a culture. Now that being said, some of the proposals for solutions to fixing our cultural problems, I'm not gonna really touch except this sex thing. We'll save that for another video. And things like the men's rights movement, feminism, or consent, these are very important things, but we'll talk about that also in another video. We have a culture which tells us how to have sex, whether that's enforced monogamy, which what that really means is that monogamy is encouraged by the culture, not forced. That's a terrible, terrible term. Or it's polyamory or polygamy, or being a swinger or casually dating. All of these are man-made concepts that are an attempt to make our sexuality clear. And the problem is, is we're not in touch with this biological body, this biological mind, and what we think sexually. Damn, there's some rain clouds coming. Bro, well, you film buffs out there, this is how dark it is. I'm at ISO 1600, F1.8. My shutter speed's 50. So basically, when we have a massive urge within ourselves and a society that's in conflict with them, so detached and with so many rules that aren't immediately seen by people, that aren't felt within your body, See, our biggest problem isn't that we have a fantasy, it's that we're not allowed to have that fantasy. That fantasy can't become something because if we have a fantasy, then we're a rapist or then we're somebody who's violent. And although we haven't gotten here and we're not really gonna go there too much in this video, but when we have things like feminism, what feminism was fighting against in the 60s and in the 70s, maybe that was politically through voting, maybe that was sexually, maybe that was objectifying, but in all of that, it created a whole new subculture of men that felt disempowered and they're angry and they're pissed off. And to be honest, Honest, they're not really a threat to a woman's sexuality in the sense of groping them or oppressing them. They're more of a threat in terms of anger and frustration and rage and man just fucking up our culture more. 
And so our way to get back into our bodies with our sex and back into our minds with our sex is to explore those urges that we have. I'm into abnormal shit. Why? Because I'm a product of society and culture. I'm not gonna blame society. I'm not gonna use culture as a reason for me being fucked up. But I'm going to understand that I like certain things that were made by this cage of society that my masculinity that's of nature was put in. And the only way for me to get in touch with that, to feel good about it, and to live the sexual life, which means that you are living as an expression of your truth, yourself. And somebody who is well fucked or somebody who is sexually healthy, somebody who's expressed themselves sexually is not angry. They're open-minded. They empathize with everybody. They stop looking at everything as a checklist. They stop going, oh man, I'm into this, I'm into that, but more of that, man, what is the potential of what I can feel with this person? In fact, their latitude of what they're attracted to, man, gets really, really wide. See, the more that we have sex with our full expression, the more open-minded we become, the less we care about rules and definition, the less we're at war with things. You guys should all watch this play, Alyssa Strahd, it's amazing. Anytime a war breaks out in the world, a bunch of theater companies do it, and that's what I did for a living for kind of my 20s. So we need to get into our fantasies. We can't be afraid of them. Things like porn, it's your body telling you what it needs. Now it's totally artificial. It's not sex. It's not going to achieve the empathetic qualities of connecting with somebody sexually. It's not gonna achieve the reciprocation of an orgasm. In fact, if you're having sex with yourself, that's great. Masturbation and tools for masturbation are a bedrock for masculinity and femininity. But the way that it's all gonna make sense is if you start having sex with people. God damn it, have your fantasies. Allow them to come about. The action of your fantasy, much different. We're all supposed to have fantasies though. Lust is great, look at women. Want to have sex with them, do all of those things. But know that that doesn't mean that you can just say that to somebody or touch somebody or grope them. And man, let me just tell you this, if you stick around with me longer, I'll show you how you can do those things and it is appropriate. We'll save that for the sexual escalation or consent videos and so on. But what your body is saying about sex is freaking amazing and you need to listen to it. And it is your job as a man or your job as a woman or whoever's watching this, but it's mainly men, to learn how to take what's in here, what's in here, what you want to share with somebody and connect it to them. You are sitting there thinking about how and why you're disconnected from people and what's wrong with that or how you're gonna take the power back. One of the things I know about sex is when you are well fucked, when you are sexually healthy, there's no such thing as power. There's only expression. And there's a place for the man, and there's a place for the woman, and they're different because they make one thing. God, it's fucking amazing. What you gotta do is check out this video here. It's on sexual escalation and will help you wrap your head around this idea. And of course, there's playlists on all this and all that sort of good stuff, but more importantly, subscribe or wherever it is where you see my face, and then some videos will pop up and hit them and all that sort of good stuff. I'll talk to you later. Bye.